Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the On Point Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Greg Locke. And around here, we talk about three things all the time, and that's faith, family, and politics. And although I'm a little amped up about the political scene in America, I don't really want to talk about politics at all today, but I want to talk a whole lot about faith. I want to welcome into the studio today on our podcast a dear friend of mine, Evangelist Stan Lovins II. Thank you for being here, sir. Well, it's a joy to be here, brother. Amen. Honored to have you. He is uh, an Indianapolisan, and he is in where? Dallas right now? Yeah, currently he's in Dallas, and uh, I believe the Lord's going to get him to Tennessee. Amen? But uh, he's been here helping us with some ministry, really for a couple of weeks, and really helping just me in my own personal walk with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit, and it has been beautiful to watch what the Lord has done. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And so not even having to shift gears, I know I have a lot of political-type analyst people on here and different you know, preachers, and we talk about what's happening with Trump and all of that. But today I really want to focus in on giving people some healing. Amen? Giving people some whole giving people some some spiritual spizzerinkum, a little pep in their step. And, I, and I've received a little bit of that healing as of late. Look, I'm 45 years old, ladies and gentlemen. And at the end of the day, I love to preach. I love to be bold. I love what God's doing in our church. But I'm growing as well, and I'm learning things about the Word, and I'm learning things about the, the flow and the go of the Holy Spirit. And coming from a very strict Baptistic background, uh, that was a little bit daunting to me when I first started walking in this whole process of what the Lord's doing and going to the tree. And many of you have heard about that. Of course, we have a documentary coming out in a couple of weeks all about the tree, how I found it, and how the Lord has miraculously healed my heart and my mind in a lot of ways in that very prayer spot. You know, the Bible says God sees you secretly, but He rewards you openly. And so let me give you a little bit of an an intro into, uh, not a video, but an audio clip that we're about to play. I've been very transparent uh, with our folks at Global Vision Bible Church here in Mount Juliet the last few weeks, especially on Wednesdays. And I think everything happening under the tent on Sundays is indicative of our prayer service. Under the tent on Sundays is indicative of our prayer service and what the Holy Spirit is doing on Wednesday nights. But I've been very transparent about what I'm learning about miracles and signs and wonders and just, you know, walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. So this past Wednesday night, I got up and I told the church that through Brother Stan that we're going to talk to today, he's going to help walk many of you, I trust, through this, because you don't need more counseling. You need some deliverance, right? You need deliverance from the power of the Holy Spirit and the authority that he's given us to walk in from his word. And so we were talking about some things, and the Holy Spirit prompted him to ask me about something that no one knew except my beautiful, wonderful, precious wife, Ty. No one on the whole planet knew about something that happened to me when I was 12 years old that I had just buried for a long time, but it gave me a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and a lot of remorse. And we know that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And so it it kept me in mind bondage, right? You know, the Bible says to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ, to cast down those imaginations that come against the Lord. And so I had some imaginations that had come against me and come against my walk with Christ. And so I want you to take just a few moments. It's going to be a little longer broadcast today, but you folks are always such loyal listeners. And even if it's not political, you always have good reviews, and I appreciate that. And so I want you just to listen, and Brian's going to cue up something that I told them Wednesday night about an an abuse experience that I just got open and transparent about this past Wednesday night. And I'm here to tell you, the floodgates open. (laughs) <laughs> the floodgates absolutely opened in our church, and a lot of people got some spiritual wholeness, and they got some physical and spiritual and emotional healing, and I believe that's going to happen today on the broadcast to all the thousands of people around the world that listen to this. So listen to this clip, if you would, of me talking this past Wednesday night at Global Vision Bible Church outside of Nashville, Tennessee, about something that happened to me and how the Lord revealed it to me. I trust that you'll enjoy it, but I also pray that it's greatly convicting by the power of the Holy Spirit. So listen to this, if you would. I didn't realize that when I was a kid, 
I buried some stuff that I didn't want to remember. That when I got older and got married to a gospel hottie, praise God, it still jacked with my mind. Still made me feel weird. And old Stan the man, my evangelist buddy, he was praying over me a while back. On my back, praise God. And I, the Spirit of God just laid something on his heart. You, you can't deny that. Follow the science. Follow the Spirit. That's, what you, that's the science, right? To follow the Spirit. And I, there's one person on the planet of 7 billion people. One. One. Okay? And most of you know, uh, you know, I've been married before. Okay? I had a crap fest fall down the steps broken moment when the media tried to burn my life to the ground. So we're just going to get real honest about it. We're going to go ahead and get that 20% out of here tonight before we go grow anymore, praise God. Right? And so when I married Tysha, when we got married, I thought, whoa, man, I'm in a whole new league now, praise God. But in my mind, I never felt worthy. No matter how connected we were romantically, spiritually, physically, financially, intimately, didn't matter. In my mind and in my heart, the devil had opened a door years ago that I'd forgotten all about because I didn't want to remember it. Everybody all right? And old Stan was praying for me. He said, I, I feel like the Lord wants me to ask you, when you were 12 or 13, what, what was his name? Hmm? And I was like, what, what, what? He said, what was his name? Was it someone in your family? Was it your dad? I said, no. And I called his name. Yeah, just right there when he was praying with me. Called his name. And last night we was having dinner. You hear me? I said, last night. Last night. On my birthday. 45 years old. Woo! Last night! And I began to realize that for all those years from when I was 12 years old, When an older jerk dude teenager in this town took advantage of me as a 12-year-old kid, I stuffed it. You know why? Because he forced shame on me that the devil was able to use until I was 45 years old, and I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. And I'd lay in bed at night thinking, I'll never be enough. I'll never be good enough. I'll never look good enough. I'll never be built good enough. Man, I'll never be able to do this. And, and for years... I had stuffed a situation that took place because although I had no control over it when I was 12 years old, the devil made me think, well, that's all on you, big boy. Mind you, he's the accuser of the brethren. So he's not accusing the right person. He's always accusing the wrong person. And I thought, all right, I'd like to know how he knew that. 
And then last night, Olive Garden, on my birthday, I just began to put the pieces together. No wonder I've lost so much sleep. Hmm? You see, something opened the door in your life. See, I can't tell your story. But you know why all of a sudden it got like tight, quiet up in here? I call it clenching, quiet. Huh? Some of y'all got butter on your britches. You're like, whoo! He just said that? Yeah, and some of you never going to get released until you admit it. Some of you been violated, and the Spirit opened up a door in your life. Your daddy, your mama, your brother, your uncle, some pastor. No wonder you don't even enjoy pastors and you can't go to church. You don't trust them because somebody abused you. Some pedophile touched you. And you've been broken for years because what you think is, if you say anything about it, you'll be the one to blame. No, the devil just made you carry shame that you should have never carried for all those years because the Holy Ghost doesn't guilt you. He convicts you. He convicts you to change, but the devil will shame you to keep you where you're at. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, I trust again that you enjoyed that, and I know that was very real and very raw and perhaps even a little bit shocking. But what you're going to have to understand is you're going to have to get past the embarrassment. You're going to have to get past and overcome the shame and the guilt because the Holy Spirit works through conviction to change us, but the enemy works through shame and guilt to keep us in bondage. And so uh, we'll volley kind of back and forth, but I want you to hear from my dear friend, Brother Stan Lovins today. And uh, Brother Stan, again, welcome to the broadcast. And I, I want you to just kind of walk some people through, how, how can they overcome this? Are, are you seeing that this is an epidemic, especially even in the ministry, in churches, the sexual addiction that people have, have held onto for years because of the abuse that they endured? Well, shame truly convicts people into a and shells them up into a, a, a situation where they are restricted in what they can actually do. Yeah. So it, it covers uh, a lot of things that God wants to reveal. And so, uh, you know, the, the blessing is people like you who are bold, who are tenacious, who are willing to be vulnerable right. to testify. You know, the Bible says we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and a word of our testimony. And so when you came forward, um, that past Wednesday, yeah. and you spoke from your heart what God just brought forth for you, you immediately chopped off the enemy's yes. plot. <laughs> so he couldn't come against you in those areas anymore because you just exposed him. Yeah. And so when you apply the blood of Jesus, Amen. first of all, you got to have a covenant with Jesus. Yeah, right? amen to that. you got to receive him <laughs> yeah. as your Lord and Savior. And then there's, there's the blood. So you apply the blood, and then once you apply the blood and you testify, the Bible says a fool flees even though no one chastens them. Mm. And so you start putting the enemy to flight yes. and he starts driving out and so what i saw on the wednesday night is what we've seen thousands of times where people have been um, captive in bondage yes. you know one of your favorite passages says you know uh, we talked about in galatians chapter five right mm. it's for liberty that yes. christ has set us free amen stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery mm. And so what happens is when we've had hidden agendas in our heart, we can be born again. We're given the heart of Jesus. We love God and we worship Him. But yet we've got broken relationships. We um, have a lack of intimacy or lack of openness. Yes. And um, we, we mask it with uh, shyness or, or anger. People have rage because it's been pimped up in them. Yeah, absolutely. And so what happened to me was a, a young boy. You know, I was seven mm. years old when I was first molested by my dad. Wow. And my mom incestually raped me at the age of eight for a pack mm. of cigarettes. 
And my five sisters were molested by my dad. One of them conceived six times by my, by my dad, her dad. Wow. And um, thousands of times of being abused through that same man that is yeah. supposed to be the covering, the, the father figure, right? Mm. So we we saw darkness. We saw brokenness. Um, she had an abortion at the, at the age of 11, an abortion at the age of 14, and a miscarriage at the age of 16. Wow. And so because he beat her so bad. What I'm sharing with you um, on this live broadcast is this. God wants to set the captives free. Yes, he does. And he comes <clears throat> after the juggler mm. of the serpents that have been holding people back. Now, I see it in churches all the time where people are broken, they're hurt. They feel ashamed they can't step up in ministry because someone yeah. may know something yeah. about them. Holds them back. Especially that familiar spirit, yeah. right? you got relatives, you got family members, and you grow up in a town together, everybody knows who, who. Just like <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You know, I couldn't even perform very many miracles in my own hometown, Jesus yeah. said, because they knew who he was. Yeah. He was a carpenter's son. Exactly. He was a carpenter right? And so God wants to break off that. Mm. And when he breaks it off, it's the power of the Holy Spirit yeah, that empowers a, a born-again believer to come alive. Yeah, absolutely. And so as we look through scriptures, it, it promises this, Pastor Greg. It says that, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great host of witnesses, mm. there's a host that's surrounded us. That's a heavenly host of angels and the saints that have gone before us. Praise yeah. God. Amen. But it, then it says, uh, let us lay aside everything that ensnares us. Yeah. Right, anything that entangling, and those are the things that are pimped up in us that God wants to reveal. Mm. See, many people are afraid to be revealed. Yeah, <laughs> and I understand that because sure. the world is quick to condemn. Yep. the world is quick to judge. Yep, but we can't forget that Jesus Christ, He came to yes. condemn and judge condemnation. Yeah, Amen. He came to condemn condemnation, not the people. Right, right, because there's no condemnation to them in Christ Jesus. Right. Look, look, <laughs> 317 says Jesus didn't come to condemn us. He came to save us. Amen. Right? So he wants to save us. And his judgment, his word, his promise comes in and condemns that which is holding us back. Mm -hmm. So he's freeing us from condemnation. Yes. And so when we have access to him and we trust him, he gives us the right and the power to overcome all shame. Amen. And so when the shame comes in, Jesus, in this next passage, says, mm -hmm. let us fix our eyes upon Jesus, the author, perfecter, and the finisher of our faith. Amen. It's our faith. Yes. It said, for the joy set before him, and the girl endured the cross, scorning its shame. Mm. I'm yeah, going to say that again. That's good. For the joy set before him, he joyfully yeah. scorned its wicked, demonized plots. Yep. Right? The shame. That means he torched it. Yes. Right? And then it says, then he... Set at the right hand of the throne of God. Yeah. So God's purpose is that we would be free from shame, guilt, torment, all those things. Mm. And there's many listeners here, I'm sure, that you've been through some torments and you haven't told anybody about. Mm. Exactly. And the enemy wants to silence us. That's what the <laughs> enemy does, right? The serpent just comes in and slimes his way around and mm. coils up and all of a sudden he puts his fangs and then he's trying to open his mouth to swallow us up. You don't have to fear that. Yeah. And you've been paralyzed. Many people have been paralyzed. From a fear of death, yeah, death of relationships, death, death of uh, just personally, where you know they die prematurely, yep. and many have died prematurely. But God wants to set the captives free. Amen. And so He sends forth His message, and you're a messenger. I'm a messenger. We're here to bring hope, to bring healing to the hurting. Yes, amen. And to bring a transformation. So what happened in my life where I had to overcome? 
God helps us overcome so that we can help others overcome. Yes. He doesn't save us so we can be wasted and sit in pews. Yeah, absolutely. He saves us to heal us. Amen. He and does. then to go send us forth to heal others. Yeah. And so that's what I love about your heart and what God is doing in the midst of this time. Yes. Is bringing healing to the hurting in a great capacity. Absolutely. So, so somebody hears this, for example, Brother Stan, like they just heard me say this and whether they were watching it or whether they were there or whether they're just hearing the audio and they're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe he was that real about this. And yet they know in their heart that there's some things they need to confess. There's some things that they need to get to get off of their chest, if you will. And to them that they feel embarrassed. There is that shame. Kind of help us walk through the process. OK, if somebody's heard this, they're driving down the road, they're in their their basement, they're in their bedroom. They're listening to this right now. And they're like, oh, my goodness, that's me. That's me. What can they do? I mean, obviously, they have to know Christ. There's no victory Amen. without Christ. Because we're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from a victory he's already secured for us on the cross and through the resurrection. And so kind of kind of walk somebody, some man, some lady. You know, we always think about abuse being ladies. But men, I mean, look at me. Here I am. a prime example. You're a prime example. And it inhibited me from a lot of ministry and a lot of relationships that probably could have flourished, that died and didn't flourish because I held on to it. So somebody just heard us talk about this. They just heard that clip. And they're like, oh, my goodness. I need to talk to somebody. I need to get some deliverance. Walk them through that. Well, we get some good news because no no longer are you going to walk around as a survivor because mm. you're still alive. <laughs> we got to break that mindset, and then you're going to become an overcomer. Mm -hmm. And an overcomer means that, again, as we shared earlier in this broadcast, that you got to apply the blood of Jesus, yes. and you need to testify. Well, you can't do that until you overcome. Yes. So when form uh, a form of shame, whether it be physical, whether it be uh, sexual, whether mm. it be verbal, or any type of abuse, when yes. it comes on you, it's not yours. Mm. It's an attack against you. Yeah. And so you need to look at it from heaven's view, and what the Bible says. Yeah. It says, if he's freed you then and he's forgiven you, then you have power in forgiveness yes. to forgive those who wronged you. Now, mm -hmm. here's the key. When I forgave my dad, I didn't trust my dad. Yeah. I trust my Heavenly Father. Amen. <laughs> and so I went from that seed that my daddy planted to my Heavenly Seed mm. planter, my Father, who gives me power to overcome that shame. Yes. And so when Jesus scorned all shame, He endured that cross. He gives us the power to reject the shame. Yes. Reject the forced shame. Reject whatever violation came against you. You have authority in Jesus' name as a born-again believer to reject it. Mm. And then you need to walk through and forgive yeah. by name. And if you don't know their name, if you've been violated or, or, or some have been raped, a, a woman not too long ago I ministered to had been raped. She didn't know the person's name, but she remembered his face. Right. And I said, look and face the giant in the eyes and say, I forgive you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And when you forgive, God releases that which was violated against you yes. and and releases them to be dealt with by him. Mm. And it frees you and releases them yeah, exactly. to be dealt with by him. They're not done. Yeah. Right? Amen. They're not free. They got to repent and get right with Jesus. Yes. And then you need to bless them. Yeah. Oh, amen. I, I, what I did with my dad, I'm just walking through my personal testimony. Yep. I forgave him. I didn't trust him. But then I arrested him in the power of the Holy Spirit so <laughs> yeah. that he could never violate anybody yes. ever again. Amen. And then my mama got freed. She she was forgiven. She got healed. Then my sisters were getting healed and yes. saved. And, and then it, it just broke the whole family free. Over sure. 120 family members gave their heart to Jesus. But that starts with the foundation of what Jesus did on the cross. Yes. And when he looked out, he said, Father, 
Forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Mm. There's power in forgiveness. Yes, there is. There's power in deliverance. Yeah. And someone may be listening today and say, well, you know, I'm not into that deliverance stuff. Well, listen, if you're born again, you got delivered yes, from death to life. <laughs> so you already delivered yeah. from that aspect. Now you've got equipment yeah. of the Holy Spirit yep. and the Word to literally walk in your authority, to drive the mm. demons out of your family, out of your own personal life, start yeah. with you. So we'll walk through it here in a brief moment. We'll walk through with a prayer. Yeah, amen. And, and so if if you're listening and you tag this, send it out. Yeah. Get somebody else that you know that's been through something. Yes. Because we've all been through we've something. We've all been through something. I, I think the misconception is also that the church has taught for so long that when we forgive people, it's because it makes us feel like the people we're forgiving were right. We're not forgiving them because they were right. We're forgiving them because we want to be right. They were wrong. They were the perpetrator. It's not making it, you know, justifiable what they did. And so I think a lot of people are like, well, if I release them, I'm admitting that, you know, I was complicit. No, you're admitting that you want to walk with the power of the Holy Spirit and you're releasing them because it's like that man in the Bible. You know, he was forgiven of his massive debt of like millions of dollars. And he went out and choked a guy in an alley that owed him like a hundred bucks. And so inevitably we think we're choking the life out of others because we hate them, but really it's the enemy choking the life out of us and that's got to be cut loose. And so it's not saying, oh, they were right. No, you want to be right. And I think people get that twisted sometimes. Well, they do. And, and what happens is, is uh, see to it that no bitter root roots yeah. up on your heart. Now, yeah. the bitter roots allow and open for cancer, sickness, disease yeah. to begin to invade you. And as generation of curses begin to violate you. And yet it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Jesus wants to heal us. So Amen. I've seen literally tens of thousands of people be healed when they begin to forgive those who wronged them. Mm. And they physically, whether it be scoliosis of the spine or lupus or rheumatoid arthritis or COVID-19, 2021, whatever <laughs> they want to bring. Yeah. And they begin to get free from all yes. that stuff. All that junk gets off of them because it's violation. All right. So when we open up the door for the enemy by not being obedient to God, and mm. that, that's really what it comes down to. Jesus didn't ask us to forgive. He commands yes. us to Amen. forgive. Yes, he it's did. a commandment. So when we're obedient to trust God and forgive, then we break people free. That starts with yourself. Yeah. And then it breaks them free from the judgment that mm. we were bringing against them. And then they have to be dealt with the ju- by the just judge. <laughs> yeah. And so the good news is they can be free and delivered. And then we, we went over. A yeah. lot of folks that way. The right. other thing is, if they violated a young child, and, and I understand there's a righteous anger. Sure, absolutely. But at the same time, when there's a violation there, the Bible says, Jesus said himself, he said, it's better to have a millstone tied around your neck mm. and thrown in the depths of the sea than to hinder one of these little ones who <laughs> trust in me. Yeah. So vengeance is mine, says the Lord. We have a lordship of the mighty Master, the mm. King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, yeah. the divine healer, the mighty physician of physicians, who desires to break us free to heal us mm. so that we can be whole in him. Yeah. And Jesus is coming back for a pure and blameless, beautiful bride. Yeah. Not a defiled, defunct, yeah. right? Confused, <laughs> yeah. bitter root, yeah. anger. Bit, no, he wants us free. Amen. So he paid the full price for us to be free from that. So Today, as you're listening to this, and you've been through some abuse, you've been through some torment, and 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 you've got some bitter roots in your heart. Yeah. God says you can be free. Yep. And they can be dealt with. Now, the good news is, I saw my daddy after I had to turn him over to Satan, so that yeah. his soul shall be saved. Yeah, so that I saw <laughs> him give his heart to Jesus, June 9th of 2019. Amen. And I I grabbed that clammy, nasty hand that violated all of us kids. Mm. 
And I looked in the eyes of my enemy, and I saw a scared little boy inside mm. of that old man's yes. body in ICU mm. in Henry's Regional Hospital in Danville, Indiana, <clears throat> on that day when he only had an hour to two hours to live. And I saw God break him free. Wow. Demons came off of him. Yeah. Two screamed out that I heard. Mm. Two doctors came in right after he <laughs> gave his heart to Jesus. Tears streamed down his face. And those doctors gave their heart to Jesus as well. Amen. So five doctors, six nurses. I don't want to get sidetracked on that, but that's what God's able to do. Absolutely. When you walk in liberty. Yeah, because your deliverance leads to other people's deliverance. Absolutely. And we're watching that. We, I mean, listen, you just heard the testimony, but you wouldn't believe, maybe you would, all the miraculous people that are just writing in, calling in just from Wednesday night's testimony saying, look, if Pastor Locke can say this, wow. And I mean, we've had 78-year-old men delivered watching it on television. It's, yes. it's crazy. So I know somebody right now needs to turn their TV off. They need to get on their knees in front of their couch. Somebody's driving down the road, pull off in a safe space because I'm going to have Brother Stan pray for us. going to pray for you sir, you ma'am, whoever you are. I don't care if it's multitudes of you or just one. Jesus left the multitudes to deal with one person, right? Just one individual. And some of you, you need to get released from some bondage. You need some spiritual help. And it's going to have to be spiritual because everything you're facing right now is a spiritual issue. All that mess in your body, it's a spiritual issue. All right. There's healing in the atonement of Jesus Christ. And listen, there was a time if I'd have said that, I'd have thought I was a heretic, brother Stan, right? But I believe it, right? By his stripes, we are healed. Jesus put his hands on people yes. because it was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. And so it's beautiful to watch all this come to pass. So some of you right now, get distraction-free, right? Get distraction-free. Put the kiddos to bed and go back and rewind the broadcast and listen to it again. But some of you need to get alone with the Holy Spirit, and you need to get some deliverance. You need to get some help. You need to confess some stuff, and you need to begin to walk in authority and accountability. And so, Brother Stan, if you have any closing words, that's great, but I'd love you to just lead some folks in prayer, because I, I promise you there's going to be people right now because of this broadcast they are going to pray with you, and the, the, the dam is going to break. And that's break. what we want. We want people free in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. We live in the land of the free for the glory of God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So one of the things I've, I've really heard in my spirit is some of you have really been dealing with the spirit of despair, which is really depression. Mm. And that suicidal spirit has been running rampant in the church, outside the church, all over the nations. Absolutely. God wants to break that free. And many of you, that reason is that you have had that spirit of despair continue is because of these root issues that mm. God wants to free you from. So right now, you can say this prayer. And this is by your faith, right where you're at. There's yes. no magic to it. It's the Holy Spirit. God transforms lives right now. Yes. So repeat after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, mm -hmm. I put my trust in Jesus. Yes. I turn from darkness, all darkness, mm. and I reject all shame, mm. including forced shame. Matter of fact, to hell with that shame. Yes. In Jesus' name. Mm. And by your authority, Jesus, and what you did for me, you forgave me. I received your forgiveness. And Lord, by your authority, you said that we need to forgive others. Mm. And we need to forgive anyone that's offended us. And because I've been violated, I've held this offense. So I repent of that offense. Yes. And I choose to forgive now, who, whoever that is, you just speak their names. Whoever offended you, if you see a face, you forgive that face. Right now, God's freeing you. Mm. So I choose to forgive you. It may be John, it may be Jimmy, it may be Sherry, it may be Grandma, Grandpa, whomever it may be. Yes. You forgive them. 
And right now you're putting your trust in Jesus mm. and say, I bless them. I bless them to be healed, delivered, and saved. Now empower me, Lord, with the Holy Spirit to be the individual that you created me to be. And God, I thank you for helping me set others free. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, I believe as you prayed that prayer, God began to work in you and to release you. Now you need to fill yourself up with the word. Yes. And I want to encourage you. You can call in, send a message in. I, I encourage you to do that. Tell somebody. Yeah. What Jesus Christ just did for you. Mm. We apply the blood of Jesus to each and every one of you and know that you are loved and you're not just important, you're valued. God doesn't make a mistake. He does not make a mistake. So you're not a mistake. Amen. The mistakes that have come against you and the mistakes you made on the backside of it, God still wants you to know that you have value because he paid the yes. price Hallelujah. by his blood. So by applying the blood, you gain his value. Mm. You have eternal value. And you're no longer a victim. You are now victorious in the name of Jesus. Yes. And go testify. If you're still in a situation where the abusers in and, and mm. over this past scandemic pandemic yeah. period, absolutely. People have been forced to be with the violators. Yep. So if you're in a situation, connect to the local church or the body, connect here, and also get some legal help. Yeah. Amen. Get out of the dodge. Listen. The law is for the lawbreaker. And and I know this. By the perpetrator that violated me, he said, you're going to shame mm. me and that you're going to break up this family if you tell anybody. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I say this. Thank God that Jesus loves the hell out of us. So let's yes. not hold on to hell. <laughs> Amen. And that name is no longer the important thing. It's the name above every name. Yes. So let's go with the name of Jesus. Let's be freed from this contamination and see this whole land rip a cord of glory and a, yes. trail of, a blaze a trail of glory in Jesus' name Hallelujah. and see the Kathy set free. Amen and amen, brother. Woo, I'm glad the Bible ends with amen, not oh me, right? It turns out <laughs> all right. Well, Brother Stan, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I know some people got some help. Look, we don't always do this, but we want you to reach out to our church office. Somebody can pray with you. Somebody can talk to you. We can get you in contact with somebody that can continue to help you on this journey. Just email us, globalvisionbc. That's globalvisionbc, like Bible Church, globalvisionbc at gmail.com. Let us know if you prayed with Brother Stan today. Let us know that today the Lord is beginning to set the captive free in your life because there is transformation in the mighty power and the name and the blood of Jesus Christ. I love Revelation 12. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. I know this has been a little bit of a different show for On Point with Pastor Greg Locke, but it may be one of the best ones because we could talk about politics and revolution all we want to. We could talk about saving the republic What good will it do us to save the nation and let your own soul go to hell, right? And so we want you to be delivered. We want you to be set free, saved with the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And so write to us, globalvisionbc at gmail.com, and I promise you somebody will respond. But thank you again, Brother Stan, for being here. We love you. Thank God for we're going to have you back, and uh, we know God's going to do some good things. So we'll see you on the flip side real soon. On Point with Pastor Greg Locke, where we talk about faith, family, and politics. But the most important is faith. Hope you have some. God bless you. Take care. 